it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It's Monday, April 19th. I'm Rudy. Jake Paul won his next fight as a professional boxer. If he can win two more, they may actually let him fight an actual professional boxer. Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. What's happening, everybody? I am Rudy Povich. This is a long walk to Cleveland. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. Find us every single day. What's happening, everybody? On Instagram Live, that's just at Rudy underscore Povich. What a big show today. First off, teach your kids to stick up for themselves. Except for when they're yelling profanities at me. Also, golf. It's a great game to suck at. Oh, but first... You know, I mentioned the other day. First off, let's take a look and see who's on... Instagram live. What's up, Mel? How are you? Hello, Jim. Hi, Scooter. Mel is uh, joining us. What's up, Matt2B31? So nice to see everybody. How about, uh, is it, is it, oh, I bet it's Matt OB. Matt2B would be M A T. Although you could spell your Matt M A T if you wanted to. I saw a dude this weekend going one T. He doesn't play by conventional rules. He's a man unto himself. One T with the mat. All right, first, this is what I want to talk about. There we go. Uh, I mentioned on Friday before I got out of here that I was going to be uh, on my way to the south part of Minneapolis to go pay my final respects and lay to rest a a good friend, my buddy Vince. It was a a send-off for a king. Man, that guy, that guy was one of a kind. And his son, man, I'm getting a little choked up thinking about it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> um, his, uh, his son, Sean, who's been one of my good friends since we were freshmen in high school, this dude, because Vinny was super into cars, had a Camaro, and just kind of loved to live life bigger than everybody else. And this was totally up Vince's alley. Sean went out unbeknownst to his wife, to his family, to everybody who was around that day, and went on the Toro app. If you don't know what it is, it's basically Airbnb for cars. You can rent somebody's kick-ass vehicle. Well, that's exactly what Sean did. He went and rented a sweet blue Lamborghini. I know nothing about vehicles, but I'm telling you, from afar, you could already tell. Whoever owned this thing, this dude's got bucks and a ton of class. And... Sean decided that for his last spin with his old man, for all the times they went out and they got, you know, uh, a couple of road trips under their belts, the one last time he went out and he rented this kick-ass blue Lamborghini and he took his dad for one last spin. And it was, it was, man, you pray that you have people in your life that would be that thoughtful on both ends, on both Vince's end to have those experiences with his kids and to pass down some of that knowledge. And then on Sean's end, to want to take one good last kick-ass road trip with his old man. And it was, uh, it was to die for. It really was. I was, I was so impressed with the way everybody who showed up to this thing handled themselves. Um, you know, there was everybody there from dudes in suits, which I wore, 
to guys who just had on flannels and shorts and mullets. And Vinny was friends with everybody in between. We went to the bar where he uh, he hang at, or used to hang at, and in his spot, they put up the stool and then bolted in a nice little plaque with his name on it and said, this is in loving memory of Vince Fumani. It was, uh, it was great. It was great to like meet friends of his that you didn't know about, you know, because everybody has separate lives. It's not like you're always taking parts of yourself and, you know, smashing the two together constantly. Like some people just, you have certain groups of friends that you hang with at different times. And sometimes those twains never meet. So the fact that we got to go down and hang and tell a bunch of stories of, you know, from when we were kids and uh, we got to hear stories about stuff he's done recently. You know, trying not to travel as much because he's got the grandkids and, you know, you could get to that age. I mean, he was 66. I mean, obviously he wasn't old and he lived life like he was, you know, 23. But, yeah, it was a good send off. And um, I pray that when it's time for me to go, that my daughter thinks of me enough and... We've had that great of a relationship that they get up there and they say nice things. Because I've heard the stories of people who, at the end of life, <laughs> you're laying in that casket. And my aunt had told me she sings opera for, you know, various things, but a lot of funerals. And she was singing at a funeral once. And basically the son got up in front of the entire entire church and said, my father was very difficult to deal with. Everybody who's here knows that. Nobody is... Uh, Nobody's got enough balls to say it, but I think we're all going to be better from now on. And that was it. That was the guy's eulogy. Went and sat down. <laughs> You've made some mistakes in life if your children are getting up at your at your funeral and saying that they're going to be much better off without you. I don't want to end up in that predicament, man. So if you got the time, and I could even take a little bit of this advice as well, put down the phone, rent a kick-ass car, go take a road trip. Man. All right. Speaking of kids, on, uh, thank you very much, Mel. Thinking of you guys, you're in my prayers. Really appreciate that. Hi, D. What's up, Bellamy Jack? Um, on Saturday, I have nick. Everybody's got nicknames for their dogs, right? I know my dog Paul has got about fifteen of them. It went from beef to beefaroni to beef tits for a while which was probably the least favorite of my daughter's nicknames that I had for my dog but uh, I think we've just sort of like shortened it because at some point you take all the nicknames and they just sort of get condensed down to the easiest shortest one and fatty just works for me my dog is rotund he's very (laughs) top heavy he's got a couple extra pounds on him and also when people give you that weird look because you called your dog fat he doesn't know what it means. Because every time I say it, I'm like, what's up, fatty? How you doing? What's up, fatty? What are you doing? fatty. 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 fat, fat. And every time, he's like, hey, daddy loves me. He has no idea of what the word fat means in the context of what I'm saying it. Yeah, what do we got here? Uh, my dog is nicknamed named Little Sausage. Yes. Because I'm sure he looks like somebody just stuck a bunch of meat inside of a tube, right? Of course. So as I'm trying to get him out the backyard of my sister's place, I'm like, yo, Paul, nothing. Paul, let's go. Nothing. (laughs) I finally, uh, I just went, yo, fatty. And the dog starts running to me, and I hear this giant, fuck you. 
went, what? I turned around. Here's this kid pushing his bike down the, down the street. Obviously a couple extra pounds on him. <laughs> I'm like, um, I'm sorry, dude. Are, are you okay? I think he then realized, because he sees my fat dog, he goes, oh, uh, I'm sorry. I was, I was just yelling at my buddy. And then the dude just kept walking. He's yelled it so loud that people from two houses down came out of their fence into the street, and they were like, is something going on? Is there a fistfight happening? What is up? And they, they realized that this kid had just screamed, fuck you, to an adult, <laughs> and then kept walking, which at that moment I realized, okay, there's somebody in this kid's life that has been calling him fat for a long time. And it just happened to manifest because he didn't see me standing around a corner with a super pudgy dog calling him fatty. He thought, obviously, I was yelling at him. And everybody that was in the vicinity was like, oh, my God, how dare he say that to an adult? There was a part of me that went, you know what? Good for that kid. I'm glad that kid said something. I'm glad that that kid finally, like, at some point, he's been called fat so many times. He just couldn't take it anymore. And he had a flat tire on his bike, and he's having a shit day, and he just looked and was like, I can't do it anymore. I'm done. So to just hurl a giant fuck you towards somebody that you don't know, just throwing it out there (laughs) in the ethos, there was a part of me that was upset with the kid, but very envious at the same time. Let's see. Bellamy Jack, nothing wrong with a chubby dog and telling her minds love it. Yeah, that's right. What's up, Jessamay Peluso? How are you? Thank you so much for hopping on. You get a wave. If you guys um, if you guys have a second, you should also check out Jessamay's podcast, the Sharp Tongue Podcast. Probably some of the smartest um, and also highest content you're going to see <laughs> on the internet right now. So many good guests and so much great information that is out there. I'm telling you. So, hi, Jess. Good to see you. Uh, let's take a look here. So, yeah. So, after all that, I uh, decided to go and pick up the uh, the sticks and run outside, play a game around the golf with the guys. And has there ever been a better sport to suck at? At some point, there was a bunch of guys that were golfing next to us, and I just heard them go, God, we fucking suck. And I was like, you and me both, brother. I'm not out here to, to count the strokes. I am out here primarily for the sunshine and the beers. And that, that we were definitely under par with. That was a good time. Golf is one of those things, though, that you should probably, if you want to go out and enjoy it, learn how to do it at least a little bit. Because when you're out there and you suck, it does blow, man. It's a, it sucks to be bad in front of people. Even if you're, like, having a good time or whatever, you know, you should just try to enjoy it. I don't know what happened there. Sorry about the, if you're on Instagram Live, all of a sudden my phone just went, gone. But anyway, um, yeah, so I am a, uh, uh, I'm a big fan of uh, not only picking up new skills, but having people who have the, the right mindset and the, I guess, the knowledge to be able to pass it down to you. They give classes on how to swing a golf club correctly. They're about 100 bucks. If you want to learn how to play golf, pay the extra 100 bucks and have somebody teach you how to swing a golf club correctly. Because watching that thing soar 120 yards in the wrong direction will ruin your day. <laughs> And I get that it's just a game, and it should just be a game, and you shouldn't really care that much about it. But when you're out there having a good time and you're watching everybody else hit the ball straight, everybody else, they can get out of the bunker. Everybody else is hitting their putts. Just pay the 120 bucks, go to your lesson for two hours, have a guy who's been doing it his entire life, have him show you what to do. 
you don't need to go on the PGA Tour. But you should probably try to enjoy yourself while you're out there. Because if the entire time you suck and it, it holes number one through four, you're not going to care too much. It's that six, seven, eight, nine when things are really starting to go downhill where you should probably, <laughs> I don't know, uh, try to keep it together. Focus a little bit more. Because as parents, we have our kids and we try to do stuff like, you know, just the putt-putt golf. And when your kid's in a bad mood, she just sort of like takes the putter and swings it. Not really trying. It does bother me a little bit. I don't know why. I get that we're not out there like trying to win $100,000. This isn't an ABC nighttime game show. But try a little bit. Would you please? Just a smidge. Just give a little bit of effort. Because I'm a big fan of how you do one thing is how you do all things. Good and bad, mind you. If you look at somebody's car, you can guess what their house looks like. If that thing is immaculate, their house is going to be in tip-top shape. You got a bunch of crap. Thank you, John, agreeing with me. Uh, if you got a bunch of crap that is just strewn about all over the place, and you got, you know, you still have winter jackets in your car, and it is freaking, you know, the middle of June, I'm going to guess that you have a shithole that you live in. And not because you decided to, because you just keep it that way. How you do one thing is how you do everything. I always remember that. What's going on to Kira? What's happening, John? What's happening, Diddley? I like that name. Iris! Hey, Iris, good to see you. Hope you're doing well. Andrea is joining us on Instagram Live. Thank you very much. Katie is on there. Uh, let's see. This is from, is it Dima? Dem? We'll go, with, we'll go with Dima. How about that? Did you ever go out with the crazy cat stroller lady again? I didn't. Never even got to date number one. Here's how the story went. The story goes like this. Uh, I was at a coffee shop. Gal sit da- sat down next to me. We struck up a little bit of conversation. That conversation turned into me moving over to her booth, us talking for about two hours, and me thinking, okay, well, you might as well just go ahead and get a, a you know, packet of rice and some doves because I'm going to marry this girl. And then as I was about to leave, she said, hey, I got to get home because I have to take my cat out. Sorry. Where are you taking your cat out to? Oh, I take my cat for a walk every day. I thought, all right, a little unconventional. But still, take the, this doesn't seem right. And then she said, I just have a nice little stroller. I put him in it and I take him for a walk every single day. And I was like, there it is. That's what I was waiting for. I knew th- this had to be too good to be true. You probably got a great credit score. You drive a nice vehicle. You probably own a great home. You come from good cloth. You had to have the cat in the stroller. That had to be one thing about you. I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Because like I said, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And if you're taking your cat in a stroller, that means that there's plenty of other psychotic. I've, I've, as I've said, not everybody who's criminally insane has a cat stroller. But everybody who has a cat stroller is criminally insane. I need that little NBC, dun, 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 you know. <laughs> the more you know. All right, everybody, I got to roll, but make sure you subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. Every single day around 9.45, 10 o'clock in the morning, we get going on Instagram Live. It's just at Rudy underscore Povich. Once again, thank you guys so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. <laughs>
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.